Welcome to the BDB Podcast with your hosts, Shodog, Gola, and KG. Brought to you by Natty Light, a wonderfully blended and balanced American-style lager. When you want to have one, or maybe 12, go for a Natty Light. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. We got a lot to talk about. Bruins in the playoffs, playing currently right now. Nine minutes to go in the second period. one nothing Florida. Can't wait to see the Bruins score and us get excited. Uh, Celtics up 2-0. And we got a mock draft NFL coming your way uh the second now bdb mock draft um i think we got like one, like one or two picks on the on the button last year so we're yeah we can't get much worse no um yeah so it's like one of those things like i'm going to apologize now because i'm like as shory said bruins are on i got it on the tv streaming on my uh computer here um to a tv so uh, if I'm a little distracted, that's why. And if I have a random outburst for some reason, like this stupid fucking penalty call, okay. I think they're making on the Bruins. So they're going to go on the PK again. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Here we are. Um, what do you want to get into first? Bruins since they're on? Yeah. Bruins. Uh, I mean, up one nothing in the series, down one nothing in the game. I feel like this this series is over if they win this game. Because I feel like yeah. they'll go into Florida and win at least one of two. Um, they're playing so much better than Florida today. But they're down one nothing um, because of stupid fucking turnovers. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, you know, you looked at uh, Monday, uh, Monday night's game. And they actually, they played like shit most of the game. Um, they are without Bergeron. So that's obviously a big big part of that there too but um i'll play you know they look like shit really for the most most of the game i think on uh on monday they were sloppy they really weren't passes weren't connecting tape to tape but they ended up winning three to one so that was obviously a good thing um that they could play that badly and still win tonight it was kind of the opposite i feel like for most of the game they kind of controlled the pace controlled everything going on so far and they're losing um florida's kind of pushed back a little bit come on Get in here. Oh, here we go. Let's go. Let's go. And Marshawn's unreal short-handed, dude. Fucking right. So this is what we were talking about with a random ass outburst. So we're all tied up 1-1. So good. Oh, he's a fucking stallion. Let's go, baby. Two goals in this game, both off turnovers. Like, just absolutely horrendous. Like, what are you doing? Just an what absolute, fuck? just an absolute cookie right to the middle of the ice. You would, I mean, that Ooh. is not, uh, both oh. goals are not the goaltender's fault. That Like, that, he had no shot. No, he was left hanging out the dry there. That was a fucking snipe by Martian too. So, they got, this is a big hero. The Bruins got to kill this penalty off, keep the momentum moving, um, and uh, move forward. But, yeah. Bruins, man, playoff hockey is just fucking awesome. Like last night, I, Lid and I, it's just going to be on like every night in our house because it doesn't matter who's playing. Lid and I are like watching it. Um, Obviously, we're a little more locked in when it's the bees, but it's just, there's nothing better. And uh, hopefully the bees are going to make a deep run here, but 
And then on the uh, off days when the Bruins aren't playing, we got the Celtics. Um, so we go from ice to the parquet. Uh, Celtics looking dominant. I mean, they are dominating Atlanta. I mean, what yeah. a matchup for them and to get their confidence going in round one. Um, yeah, so I, it's, I was going to say, I, I didn't. Cakewalk. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't watch. Um, any of game two, to be honest with you, I forgot they were on last night. Um, game one, we were, Lyd and I were in the airport uh, waiting for our flight um, back to Boston from Texas. So I got to watch the first half, uh, first half in an airport bar, and then I uh, finished up watching it in the second, oh, a little bit of the second half. I kind of, it was a, such a blowout, I put a movie on. But yeah, um, yeah, they look fantastic. I mean, especially the game Saturday for as good, you know, I think Atlanta had the number one scoring offense, right, in the in the league this year. Uh, and, the Kings um, did. Oh, the Kings did. Mm-hmm. I thought I don't know why I thought Atlanta. Somebody said Atlanta did, but anyways, they they've seemed to like just been locked in defensively. Um, you know, it seemed like Monday, uh, Saturday was more of the star show. I mean, I know Tatum had a pretty big game uh, last night, but Brogdon and, and Derek White last night were both fucking excellent. So the season looks like they're primed to make a big run. And I think one of the big keys with the Celtics right now is Rob Williams looks healthy. Dude, he looks healthy, healthy, dude. He's coming off the bench, which is huge because such a game changer, dude. Yeah. The opening game, you saw them come out and like the big boys, like you said, first game, Tatum and Brown were like, all right, let's take over this. But it's always about like, okay, at the six minute mark, Tatum comes out. How do we keep the energy up? And it looks like, you know, Rob's coming in and the energy is even more um, when he comes in and Tatum comes out. But then you have Brogdon, who's just like steady Eddie, 15 points per game. Um, and Saul is a rock with the ball, solid on defense. And Derek White is just like, boy, was I wrong about him last year? Like he was good and I thought he was good, but I didn't like, I thought he has limitations on all- He is. He is everything and more, dude. They were chanting MVP for him last night. He was so dominant. He, and I, I mean, I don't remember how much what he did in the finals last year. I mean, the Celtics kind of all together didn't play that well in the finals to be, you know, they, mm-hmm. they, they lost in six games and I think they had no business winning what game one or two. I mean, it really should have been a five game yeah, series. But they... if I remember correctly, White had some monster games against the Bucs, I think in the Eastern Conference finals. And it was just like, and that's the thing is, I mean, you need them horses. I think any team will say that you need horses like Brown and you need horses like Tatum to fucking carry the load. But if they have an off night, you need to have those like secondary players to like be able to step up. And I, and I think that's one thing about the Celtics. And I think it's the same thing with the Bruins this year. They're very deep. Like they can, you know, the Celtics can go eight, nine guys, maybe 10 guys off the bench and not lose that much. And it's kind of like the Bruins, like they're, they can roll three, four lines out there and still score defensively they're yeah. fucking loaded so it's like i think that's like kind of the key right now with both the boston teams is they have an, so much depth they can keep running at you and i just think it's one of those things where yeah you know eventually in a lot of series it's going to wear teams down because not everybody's gonna be able to do that yeah much i agree it's like the bruins have Grizzly who's not even playing because the depth right. on defense he's one of the best plus minuses in the nhl and then on the other hand, you have Grant Williams, who would start for a lot of teams, who's a great defender, right. a little undersized, uh, runs his mouth a lot, 40% from three. He didn't get a minute. Like, he just not just doesn't match yeah. up well with, with Atlanta. And I and I love that Joe Mazzula's like, hey, I'm playing my big boys. Like, I'm not playing guys because they're good. 
I'm playing right. the best guys that I got. Uh, that means Horford. That means Rob Williams. And Fuck. maybe we'll play another big guy, but probably not. Uh, Panthers goal. I mean, Panthers. Uh, yeah, Panthers. Uh, 2-1. Fuck. Florida. <clears throat> F-bomb Scola. Kevin, what's going on? Welcome to the mock season. I know this is your most exciting podcast of the year. Um, we got, oh, we've thanks. already talked Florida, so we got that. I mean, we already talked uh, hockey, so we've got that out of the way for you. What? I, I know you're you did upset. that without me? Yep. Yep. Man, dude. Um, we're talking a little bit of Bruins. I mean, Celtics right now. Um, up 2-0. The Atlanta series is pretty much a wrap, in my opinion. They just have no shot. Um but there's some other good series going on. Milwaukee, Miami, that's a fucking war. Um, is Giannis playing tonight? Do we know? No, he's not. Ooh, man, if Miami could come out of that. Yeah, like Lakers, uh, Grizzlies, Morant's not playing, but Grizzlies are winning right now, so. Injuries, man, injuries suck. This is like one thing you wish you could just like fucking get rid of. Turn off, it's yeah, just the playoffs, right? Like, play video games, you can turn that shit off. It's like, just be able to turn that off in real life. <laughs> I stick. Yeah, yeah, I know. I gotta say, Shuri, haircut looking pretty good, my man. Yo, fresh to death. Yo, Maki, Maki yeah. Walla. Thank you so much <laughs> for the cut, baby. Shout out. What's yeah. it like actually having to get a haircut? I know. Yeah. Well, it's expensive is what it's like. It's uh, <laughs> it's 60 bucks a whack for the facial uh, trim straight razor cut on the beard look at that look at that boys um, how much would it be for just the haircut 40 wow come on uh how, no, it's not that i mean it's i think it's and how 40. often do you have to do that i do it every once every month and a half probably yeah i could probably do it every two weeks no shit dude. but i look like a shaggy dog so mm. um uh yeah i i don't i think that's with tip i mean, well, i know I, yeah, 60 yeah, yeah. is with tip so I don't know if you're supposed to like tip 20%, but at this barbershop, it's like they got to, you got to go in there and you got to spend an hour in there. Like that's their job is like when someone books a haircut that they should be an hour. And I love Mark because I was like, Hey, Mark, when he first, I've been going to him now for four years. I was like, I want to get the fuck in and out of here, dude. Make this happen. And he was like, you got it. Is, uh, can you get a tattoo there too? Yes. Nice. Not there. It's like the down. This is like a downstairs and upstairs. It's I feel pretty, like that's uh, how you know it's a good barber shop when they got both of those going on. I feel like that's <laughs> the cream of the crop. Yes, my and I'm barber not joking has around either. I many feel like those are facial tattoos. Uh, so he's the man, though. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Kev, how's your Lakers looking? I think they were down 15 at half. Won the first game. Um, now no job and ran tonight, but they're struggling. Uh yeah, I think last I checked though it's yeah eight point game. Oh, so they're coming back. Still a third down eight. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, you're Lakers. Is that what you said? I think you said that. Mm, you you are a Lakers fan. I don't know. Like yeah, like I like when they won a couple years ago, I didn't get excited about it. You know what I mean? Well, it, that, that championship didn't count anyway. It was in the fucking bubble. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like that's <laughs> that's the thing to me. Like I don't even care if well, you said I, that. Well, listen, like, if that I'm only saying no, 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 no. Like fuck you, I'm dang, not. But. I'm only saying that because it, it was like LeBron. Yeah. I, it had nothing to do with the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. If like Kobe was still there, I'd obviously cheer for them a lot more. But I don't mm-hmm. know. I just. Do you think you'll ever find a guy that you like really love again? Or Kobe will just always be a favorite. Hmm. Like my dad will never find someone he likes like you like Bird. 
I think if uh, like I love Zion, and I think if Zion like played like all the time, I'd mm-hmm. love him. And I he think never, it sucks. He never plays, he just and like never does. he's weird. Like he's like healthy, I think, right now, but he's like not playing because he says he didn't want to like mess up the rotation. And I think like it's pissed off so uh, McCollum's. I think been vocal about it, where it's like be healthy than play, you know. Uh, I just think he's in I a real, like, he's in a tough situation there too. The, like being in New Orleans, not like yeah. they're not like not like they're not, like a bad team. It's just like the, <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Whoa, that was fire for Gola. Way to bring it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, I like that. It's like oh. I can't even. I, I'm watching on my phone, and my phone's pretty far away. So like, I see the shot, but I can't see the puck. So I just have to like wait for the players' reactions. But Fagola steals the like. It's awesome. I thought something was wrong because I this uh, this is I'm new to this tonight. So, um, I thought something happened to him. Speaking of Zion, uh, yeah, I'm having a jammer over here. I'm like, ah! <laughs> um, speaking of Zion, like at what point, like how much more is it where like he's just gonna be like, people are gonna consider him a bust? Yeah, Ooh. there's no way they can reverse that. He didn't. It wasn't a kicking motion. I honestly, honestly believe that Zion has to change his body a little bit. Like he's gonna have to take off the 15 pounds, um, just just to like last the season. Like he's so athletic and so big. Yeah. I don't know if that body holds up a whole season. Um, it didn't in college. It hasn't in the NBA yet. He it, it sucks because it's part of him. Like he's. But, like, you see guys that are, like, used to jumping like that. Like, I, I just think of Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin and how fast he fell. And, like, his game fell. He's on, Blake Griffin's only 34. But, like, his game fell off a cliff four years ago because he couldn't jump when he was the best jumper in the NBA. Yeah. And and Zion carries even more weight um, and a bigger body. It's got to be harder on those knees. I think, I think it's going to fall off fast again. Like, But if he can drop that and, and learn how to, like, prepare the body – for impact and how to jump and I think he'll be better. He is like one of those players like where he he'll hit a three every once in a while, but he's not he's mainly an inside mm-hmm. scoring guy. And if he loses his like athleticism of like jumping, it's like he's got nothing. It's Blake. Yeah. <laughs> Blake's yeah. nothing. He's a he's well, a I mean, energy but, guy now. Yeah, but I mean like Blake's I mean I like again, I don't know how many I like I told you Shory, like I didn't watch game two. Has he played any minutes in the playoffs yet? No. I'm just saying, like, even, like, to the games that I did watch in the regular season, I mean, there were times that he'd come in, like, he, like you said, he's an energy guy, but at least he can shoot somewhat efficiently from three-point. Like, yeah, from, I mean, he had to change distance. his entire game. You're right. Yeah, yeah, he had to, but he evolved, and he understood that like, mm-hmm. he's a role player now, obviously. But um, it's just, like, crazy, because, like, you hear stuff about Zion, like, in warm-ups, and he's, like, out on, doing warm-ups, doing, like, 360s and shit, and then, like, he doesn't suit up and doesn't play. It's, it's like, wild. what the fuck is the problem? Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand it, but um, so skilled and like the most fun guy to watch him and him and Moran oh, coming out the same year. They're the two most fun dude. guys to watch in the NBA. Yeah, they are. They really are. Um. All right, Kev, are you ready for a mock draft? Are you? Have you done any preparation? Do we have a list in front of us of teams that draft in which order? I do. Okay. Yeah, so I've got that. have we decided on how we're gonna go about it? Like who's going so one, two, three? I was just last year we just picked one, two, three. Um and that's how we went. Oh, so like did. if you had oh, the you one pick, the you had the four pick. 
Yeah, no, no, no. I understand that, but I'm saying that what do how did we decide and who was picking number one, two, and three? Did Sherry pull out of a just Troy this time, like don't wind it, like roll it up as tight as a freaking drum, okay? <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. This is like, I remember like we did one of the starting fives, and I swear it took you like two minutes to unwrap oh, yeah. it. Yeah, there was <laughs> one, no doubt. Um, if if the Patriots pick what fourteenth? So if if you pick second, you'll have the Patriots. Okay, that's Look what I want. Look at you, dude. Look at you figuring that kinda, shit out. Big man. Because I. No, you know why? Because I want the second pick for like, because I have a take about the Texans, oh. and I want the second pick so I can. I'll say my take anyway if yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, of course. But I will. Um, yeah, but I also want it because I'm gonna make a pick for the Patriots, regardless. <laughs> There you go. Okay. There you go, brother. Gotta write this down a little bit. Okay. All right. Shake it on up. And drop them all down. The closest one to me is this one. And this is... Shit, Andy. Got the number one pick. Andy... Golik can just have two if he wants that. Um, last care. year we did. Yes. Um, All right. Uh, KG, what a fucking guy. It, it actually guy. is Gola for real. Um, so not even rigged. Um, last year we did points. Um, yeah. We did a point system. I got it rigged up already, dude. I can go over that if you'd like. Okay. Um, yes. Let's do the point system because I don't. I don't remember because. Yeah. Say it. Uh. So. If you get the correct player in the first like one through ten picks, hold on, Gola's gonna freak out. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Okay. Oh, yeah. First, so if you nail the first uh, one through ten picks, you get two points. If you nail eleven through twenty, you get three. If you nail twenty-one plus, you get four points. If you're off by one draft slot, you get one points. And then if the team ends up drafting the player, you get two, three, or four. It's some additional points. Okay. Okay. I mean. I got it all written down here. I can uh, send a, a screenshot to you guys and whatnot. Um, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so with the first pick in the draft is the Carolina Panthers. And I just think they'll go safe. Um, I don't think this is the best player with the highest upside in the draft. I think he'll come later. Um, but with that said, it is Bryce Young of Alabama, um, going number one. Trending at minus 1200 right now as the number one overall pick, dude. Yeah. It sounded like he, um, he took off all of his, why can't I not get back to the chat, to the videos of you guys like stuck in the chat and I can't see anyways, um, Yeah, I saw that he took off all of his, like, he won't meet with any other teams right now because it sounds like he's pretty much a lock to go number one. Did you figure it out, dude? Get back no. to us. Up in the top oh, right, click on go to call. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. All right. I just so, ripped ass. I don't know if anyone heard that. Nope, didn't hear it. I did not. So, my whole, th- here's my thing with the Texans at number two. I... Oh, sorry. Ah, Jesus Christ. Um, 
All right, let me get my bearing straight again. Whew, that was close. Anyways, so I think with, with the Texans picking at number two here, um, my take is unless they are absolutely in love with C.J. Stroud or Richardson or Will Levis, to me, like, I almost could see them going, not taking a quarterback. And the reason being is the number one projected pick next year is better than all these quarterbacks. Caleb Williams is a, fu- is a fucking stud. Mm-hmm. And I can see Houston saying, you know what, let's get another foundational piece. Let's just get a, you know, a stud defensive player, stud offensive lineman. And I know hope you can hope in one hand and you know, all that other stuff, but I- I'm going to say that they actually bypass on a quarterback, this draft. Um, because there's, there's, there's a few guys next year. So I'm going to say they're going to take Will Anderson uh, from Alabama at number two. Um, Jalen Carter is probably, like a lot of guys, people say he's got the higher upside. But with all the off-field stuff recently this year, I think people are kind of wavering on that. So I'm going to say Will Anderson, uh, Houston, number two. Yeah, I've seen I've seen stuff and they're talking about, like there's so much like doubt with all the quarterbacks at the top that it is probably the smartest of just going with the best available, no matter if you need yeah. his quarterback at this point. And like Will Anderson is most likely that as like the best available. Right. Cause I look at it like, you know, like you said, Caleb Williams is a, a stud for next year. Drake may the quarterback from North Carolina is really good. Um, Sam Hartman, a guy that's playing at Notre Dame is pretty good. It's like one of those things where it's like. Our Stroud and yeah. Young, I mean, um, Bryce Young's going one, but is Stroud, Levis, and Richardson any better than, like, Drake May? Yeah. I don't know. And it's one of those things, it's like, I, I don't know if those four quarterbacks are going to slip, but it's like the Texans also pick in the 12th slot also. So it's like, could one of those four quarterbacks fall to 12 and then they get their guy at two at Anderson and then, I don't know. Exactly. It's a possibility. Yeah, no, I'm, absolutely. Uh, I mean, so, like, for me, I... Cardinals won't take a quarterback like with the third pick. I have the Cardinals here at the number three slot. Cardinals won't go quarterback. Um, and I just literally don't know enough about like what the fuck is going on. So I'm going to take the best player available, like not off the field ship, but best player. And I'm taking Jalen Carter for the Cardinals. Good thing. Yeah. I think that I think the best non quarterback in this better than Will Anderson, in my opinion. So. And this is all stems from the what the accident the guy was speed rate was racing. Yeah. Did yeah. they kill someone that night? Did that happen? His teammate. <laughs> they actually His killed someone and a girl. Well, they were in the car that he was racing. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. With the fourth pick is the Colts, and I'm taking the most highest potential in the draft. Anthony Richardson out of the University of Florida. Um, he's only 20 years old still. So people get caught up in like what he does in college. It's like relax. Um, these other guys are are older. They, they're a little bit more mature. But talent-wise, I don't think anyone can throw the ball further, harder. I don't think anyone can run faster. I don't think anyone's more powerful. He's six foot four, uh, 260. Does backflips like it's nobody's business. The guy's a monster. Um, so I, I think there's a lot of grooming you have to do and a lot of patience, but if it if it connects two years down the road, I think you know, I think you could get Anthony Richardson, struggle for a couple of years, like maybe not start him the first year, and you could be you could end up the Colts could be the number one pick next year. They're not very good. So um 
to me, that's a plus. So you could like either trade that pick because, like you said, there's a lot of good quarterbacks. But you get Anthony Richardson, you make him wait, um, and he'll be good in a couple of years. Maybe the best player in this draft. Maybe best player in the NFL. That's how good he is. Who are the Colts even got a quarterback? Is Matt Ryan? Or do you retire? Right Sam now Ellinger. it's uh, Ellinger, right? Yeah. Did Matt Ryan retire? No, I don't know. I think they caught him. They did. I, I don't remember what happened. Yeah. So we got the Texans right now. So here, this is where I'm at with the Texans. I, I Same thing. They could go with a quarterback, but they did just sign Geno to an extension, I believe. Correct? Oh, you Seahawks. 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 You, you're saying. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, not yeah. the Texans. Yes, yeah. the Seahawks. Yeah. They signed yeah. Geno to an extension. Yes. So to me, it makes sense. Like, I think they're willing to ride with him. So I do think this is a best player available type situation. Um, and I think that the, 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 the Seahawks are kind of trying to go back to their, their defensive ways. So I'm going to have, I'm going to say they're going to end up taking, um, he's a top corner on the board. So I'm going to go with him and he's going to stay close to close to college, I guess. I'm going to say they're going to go with Christian Gonzalez. Um, he's a kind of a bigger, bigger physical, uh, corner, kind of similar to what they used to do with. Sherman and Browner. Obviously, he doesn't have the size that Browner had, but um, I'm going to say they're going to take uh, a corner here and uh, ride things out with Gino. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Christian Gonzalez is a sister that's in, I think he has two sisters actually that were in the Olympics. That's how athletic the family is. Um, I, got a, I got a little hot take on these um, corners. I'm just going to say it now. Um, I don't really care. You know, if I'm wrong on some of these picks, we have a slim chance of getting them right anyway. But this is the deepest class of corners I've ever seen. Um, and I think there's two guys at the top, Christian Gonzalez, and I think the Witherspoon kid's even better yeah. out of Illinois. Um, but it's because I'd be it's my jeans. If if he went to if you dropped the 14, I'd be creaming my jeans. Yeah, it won't happen. It might have been. I know. But this is the wild part. So I think those two go. And because it's such a deep class of cornerbacks, as weird as it sounds. Teams are going to be like, okay, I don't need to get uh, Ringo now. If I can get, if I like five other corners that maybe I can fall around yeah. two to get. So even you know that I think there's probably like five cornerbacks that are around, like round one talent. Only two will go in the first round, and I and I think it's going to be Gonzalez and Witherspoon. So you don't like Porter well? Uh, see, Porter's awesome, but I don't know if he's better than some of the SEC guys. I don't know if he's better uh, than the kid out of Maryland. I, there's so many. It's tough, man. No, like, no, I just you know, Cam I know, Smith I out of you in Southern uh, Carolina is a stud. Like, there's some stars, man. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think that there's so many guys that are on that second tier. Like, why not just try to wait till second round? And the next thing you know, there's no corners, but the the start of day two, they all fly. Right. On me, Lions here. Um. Do you guys see the – so I don't – what I'm looking at shows Lions the need is the wide receiver. Do you guys see the thing about Quentin Johnson where he wasn't invited this year because yeah. they didn't expect him to be one of the tops? I don't know, 17. I think they could invite 17 people. The NFL didn't expect him to be top 17, which I thought was crazy because I thought he was the most talented receiver in the draft. But So I was thinking about drafting him here, but because he's not invited, I don't know if there's something going on that I don't know about which is a lot because I don't know a shit that's going on with this, but I'm taking, uh, I'm taking what you mentioned, Devin Witherspoon, cornerback out of Illinois here for the lions. 
Um, yeah. Quinton Johnson seems to be a lot of straight line speed. And then when he ran his 40, it wasn't like the most electric thing in the world. And at six foot four, it seems like teams are going away from taller wide receivers right now. So that's why I think he's dropping. But Witherspoon, um, probably a top top three player in the draft to me. I fucking hate these like metrics from the combine and shit like that. It's like if you watch any fucking games last year, dude, he was insane. Yeah, he was. And he and like and like Duggan thrown to him. I don't like Duggan to me is not like a great no. passer either. And oh, he God. Quinn Johnson made him look like incredible so many times. So I don't know. It's it's more the eye test to me than it is like these combine metrics. But I know like I know the GMs fall in love with people from the combine. So yep. Um, okay, Raiders. I really thought Witherspoon was going to the Raiders, so now I am going back to my big board. Um, We're in the best 40. Um, Fastest 40 time. There you go. Take them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's actually not a bad idea. Oh, boy. Looking it over. Who is their quarterback now that Carr's gone? It's Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. And I think the, I'll just take the safest pick here, as weird as that sounds. I think I'm going to take Peter Skorensky of uh, Northwestern. Um, left tackle. I think he starts right away. He just he, he looks the part. Um I don't like. It's not like I sit there and watch Northwestern film, so it's not like I have that much on this guy. Other than that, all the other experts say he's no. Like I almost, I bet you look if you look at ten lists, he's on eight of the ten. He's the top left tackle on it. So, yeah. um, Skorinski to me is an easy pick. How much and are he's Raider a fans? Guy. How much Raider fans gonna boo the shit out of that if that happens? <laughs> oh yeah, they Probably. want fast. They want boys. All right, Atlanta, I am going with uh, Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech, and I'll tell you why. The Falcons ranked dead last last year in NFL uh, winning, edge defenders winning, like, against an offensive tackle. It was, they pressured the quarterback less than 15 times. Uh, no, I'm sorry, they pressured the quarterback just 12.3% of it. So they were last dead last in the league. They need some help on the edge. Um, Tyree is a monster of a man six foot six 270 pounds so that's where i'm going with that pick for atlanta they could use a quarterback they could use a wide receiver there's a multitude of shit they could use but Mm -hmm. um build from the defense build the defense up so all right bears at the nine slot um I feel like Bears are gonna go defense in this. I think Bears probably get try to get back to their ways they they were in the early two thousands, like when their defense was nasty. Um, who do I want to go here? I'm gonna go. Wait a second. I'm gonna backtrack on this. All right, I'm backtracking. They want to they want to protect their man. They want to protect their quarterback. I'm gonna go Paris Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State to tackle offense tackle. That's what I'm going with. Um. Two tackles out of uh, Ohio State are dominant this year, um, yeah. so I another safe pick. Like like I said, I, it's not like I'm sitting there watching a ton of uh, left tackle film. Maybe I should because the Patriots could use one. Um, but 
I think any thing. team, any team that is has a need for a good offensive lineman is going to do it if they have a young quarterback just to protect the future. You know, yeah, anything they can do. So it's not a um, sexy pick by any means. No. So just want to write that down. The Eagles getting the top ten. Uh, made it to the Super Bowl last year. Um, Use it the whose pick was this? Um, Broncos did they get? No, that was Seattle. Oh, uh, the Saints pick. They got this from the Saints. Um, and I think it's a luxury pick. So they got two first rounders. Um, my buddy from, as we know, is the biggest Eagles fan known. He studies this. He looks at it. He's always telling me. Um, he said this guy a while ago, and then he went back. Uh, we backtracked him to a defensive guy. But I actually think this luxury pick, you take B. John Robinson, um, the some people say the the most talented player in the draft. So you you pair him with uh, that backfield, those wide receivers. Like I don't know what you do to stop them. This guy is electric out of Texas. Um, it's Saquon Barkley esque coming out of Texas. Um, and you put that in the backfield, and Philly's going to be dangerous. And you can still get a guy later in the draft that's a good starter defensive player. I feel like yeah. I don't know any statistics behind this, but I feel like you put a guy who has so much talent like Bijan on a team that's already nasty at the Eagles, and he's just like gonna be good anyways because of that. Like if you put Bijan on a shitty team like the Falcons, let's say yep. it's like he might just fade off and like we don't hear about him, you know, for a long time. But you put him on a team like the Eagles, and it's like this dude knows he doesn't have to be the man, and he can just fucking dominate because their offense is already so good. For sure. All right. Um, I think with the next one, I, I, with Tennessee, obviously they I don't doesn't seem like they hit too much last year with um, Malik Willis, but I still think they're gonna try and put some weapons around him because they they traded uh, AJ uh, AJ Brown and drafted Traylon Burks last year, which that didn't really look that great. So I think they're gonna take another swing at a wide receiver, and I think they're gonna uh, J, uh, JSN Jackson Smith and Jigba, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Uh, number one wide receiver to me. Um, it sucks that he was terrible this year and he's a pussy. Um, but <laughs> like the way I look at it is, if if um, oh my god, the guy out of the the for the Bengals, the number one wide receiver, he took the year off. Um, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase took Jamar. a year off so he wouldn't get hurt. Kind of look at this as like a year off for him. Um, in the same boat, and he would have been the number. He would have been a top five pick. Um, instead he was a pussy and. Um, fell because of that, but now it looks like he's going back up the draft boards. Yeah, and like to think that Ohio State was like Ohio State's good every year too, but like they made the college football playoffs, and then like he's still fucking just sitting out during that. It's like, yeah, that's the shit. Like I could see if it was just like a like a regular bowl game at the end of the season, and like all that. It's like don't play in it, but it's like it's the college football playoffs. Uh, I think the Texans would be absolutely creaming their jeans if only two quarterbacks have been taken at this point uh, after they passed on a quarterback at two. Uh, so I've hit Texans here at 12. I'm going to take uh, CJ Stroud. <laughs> That's a steal, dude. It's a steal. I don't think I'm going to get any points. Well, I don't think I'll get any points. For, only way I'm going to get points for that, I think, is if they go Stroud at two. Because well, I don't they think, tra- trade up to get him, dude. Well, they, they trade up, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you're right, though. I don't think they're going to get Stroud at 12 is what I'm saying. But the thing I'm, is, though, is that there's a million mocks and no one's ever right. Like, no one has yeah, ever yeah, yeah. hit all these no. picks. You just never know what's going to happen. Like, sometimes, like, there's, like, 20 trades in the first round. Sometimes there's none, but it just goes crazy. Like, mm-hmm. 
who had uh, the kid out of Chattanooga the Pats had drafted last year? Who had him going that early? Like, no one. Right. Yeah. Um, The Jets. The fucking J-E-T-S Jets. Um, I think with their weapons they have... It's a little bit of a risk, but I think he's the best tight end in the draft. Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. He plays that little slot guy. Um, he has incredible hands. He's six foot three, two forty five. If you're looking for him to block and set the edge, he's not going to do it. But the, the, he's basically a tight end and a wide receiver's body. I mean, a wide receiver and a tight end's body. Um, I've seen him dominate games um, in college. I have him as the number one tight end. And it looks like he's fully healthy. He was hurt last year, but he, he with all the weapons, if they get the Jets, get uh, Aaron Rodgers, and then they already have a good defense. And then you add a, another weapon. I think their only weakness on offense really was tight end. So um, he had like a game where he almost had 300 yards receiving this year, didn't he? He yeah. had one game where he went nuts. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's a stud dude, dude. Florida was double teaming him in the first game of the year. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And you still let him in like receptions and all that. And I'm, he's good. Um, and with the Patriots, I, I would love to like sit here and make this like massively sexy pick and take a wide receiver, Jordan Addison or something crazy like that. But I think the one of the biggest issues they had last year outside of their offensive coordinator was they couldn't fucking block for Mac Jones. Um, so I'm going to go with a guy who's like a kind of a freak athletically at that position. Um, and that's a, that's Broderick Jones from Georgia, six foot five, 311 pounds, pretty good in space. And um, I think he only allowed like, I think I saw a stats like 2.3 pressures in true passing stats last year. Um, which was like top 10 in all of college football. So um, as much as I'd like to, you know, like for JSN to be there or one of those guys, I just think that uh, they need help on the offensive line. And um, they've had some decent luck with some guys from Georgia in the past. So if, um, if any of those top four quarterbacks are available at this pick, do you think that Bill entertains taking the quarterback here? No, no, no. No. You guys really think the Mac I mean, Jones I, experiment's working? I think the Mac Jones experiment. I need the we. Mac Jones looked pretty good his rookie year. It looked like you could build off of that. Last year was a complete fucking disaster. I think everybody can agree with that. So, I look at it. You no, know, it's a third OC in three years for him. But if he takes a step in the right direction this year, then I. And depending on how he looks with an actual OC with O'Brien, um, I'm there. I, I I think he can make the Patriots competitive with a, with the right roster because I, if the Patriots had any good play out of a fucking quarterback last year, they're a playoff team. Yeah, they had a like top, they, top five defense probably. They were fucking. They were like outside of their like quarterback play and like off like they weren't. They were pretty good, damn good team. So. I think if they even get like the roster hasn't changed over that much. So if they add to it, and I think if they get some good quarterback play, I think they're going to be back in the playoffs. But I think there's also some other things in the fall in place. They need to be able to protect him. And that's my thought on the 
on the Jones. Um, I think that for Patriots fans, though, like you guys aren't about just getting to the playoffs. You guys have been spoiled for no. the last 20 years that like you guys no. are Super Bowl a bus. And to me, I just don't know if Mac Jones is that guy. Like I'd be shocked being in the AFC of him going through like Mahomes and fucking Burrow and and uh, whoever the Chargers quarterback is like those guys. I just can't picture him being head to head against those guys and beating them as good as their defense is. So. No, I know. I I don't disagree with that, but I, fuck. <laughs> What's the score right now? Three, two. They just fucking. What's the, the time? Uh, third period just started. It's 1938 oh. left. Oh. Yeah, I'm shocked. Um, I on. So I've, I've been quiet. <laughs> I do do not think the Mac Jones experience is going right. With that said, I don't think that Bill Belichick values quarterbacks. As weird as it is, he doesn't value quarterbacks that high. Like, um, he had Brady, and I don't think he valued that that much. Um, and I don't think that he would have taken Mac Jones unless he was forced to take a quarterback. Um, I think he was happy with Cam Newton. Um, but I think that Kraft probably stepped in and was like, hey, we need to get a quarterback in the future. And I don't know if that was his pick. So. I don't know if he values quarterbacks that high, so I think he's okay with Mac Jones being a cheap uh, option right there. With that said, I think that he's got to get him some weapons. So I don't think they go tackle. Like, they brought in so many guys to play tackle or try out to play tackle. I'm not saying any of them are good. Um, I really, really, really think the the Pats go wide receiver here. Um, I'm hoping um, Jackson Jackson Smith falls to him. I don't think he will. I think the second best option for this is weird. I, I've seen him like as low as the 10th wide receiver on some list, but Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee to yeah. me is like a superstar. And I don't know why people are sleeping on him. Like the separation, if you watch his highlights, it's like, Oh my God, his separation is unbelievable. It's like there's Rick's out of um, Alabama. is like a top five cornerback. Some people say in this draft, He's just running by him. And um, you only see that on special players. Like, you don't see people just run right by superstar defenders um, through double teams. And so Hennon Hooker had a really good year, but I think it's because he had two really good wide receivers and the best one being Jalen Hyatt. And it kind of reminds me of what, what happened at LSU when Joe Burrow was there. He had two really good weapons. So um, I think Jalen Hyatt is a guy that I would – Love for the Pats to go after. Um, Zay Flowers is the other one for me. But Zay Flowers is a really shifty, fast slot receiver. And I don't know if they use that. Like, they they like possession slot wide receivers. So they would have to really change up their offense to use him, in like, vertically. Um, they usually use their 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 slots as, like, uh, um, to get first downs where this would have to be vertical. So... Yeah, I was going to say, too, part of it, too, I think, is the, um, you know, like, O'Brien's the one that kind of brought the, like, two tight ends set to, like, uh, to Boston, to New England. So this wouldn't be a situation where it surprised me if they trade down, you know, somewhere in the 20s, if, and, you know, try to draft a guy, like, who knows if Kincaid, you know, if Kincaid's there, or Mayer, or uh, the kid from Darnell Washington from Georgia, like, I could see them doing that too and trying to run back the whole two night two dining sets with Henry and uh one of these skilled tight ends they have. But and that's the thing about the Patriots, you just never fucking know what they're gonna do. Nope. Um so yeah. 
I'm calling it though. They're going wide receiver this year. It's just I don't know which one it is. I truly believe it. They've met with like every one of them. They've spent time with them. They've come and visited. I really believe they're going to go wide receiver. The thing that, that just scares me because they have they've had such bad luck drafting wide receivers. They've had awful luck, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's been bad. All so. right. Um, so the 15th pick, we have the Packers. Uh, who knows if they're going to own this pick still? I don't know if anything's going to happen between now and next week with Rodgers. Uh, so that could make this a little sticky. But have you guys heard anything on that? There's been no talk really, has there? The Jets basically no. named their price, and then the Packers aren't don't want to do it, I think. My and, guess uh, is it will happen like a day or two before the draft. Yeah. So there's a chance this pick could be owned by the Jets, but uh, I'm going to draft it as it's owned by the Packers now. And I think that if Rodgers is there, he's probably not going to play anyway, so they're going to try to set Jordan Love up for success, right? So I think they go receiver here, and personally, I think Quentin Johnson is the best receiver in this draft. Uh, just from like watching him play last year and watching these other receivers, I feel like he dominated games and he dominated big games and made some amazing catches. So I can see this guy being a star down the line. I don't know if Jordan Love's going to make him a star or not, but I can see him being a star. So I say Quentin Johnston. That would give them with Christian Watson. And I, I love the pick because Christian Watson stretches the field and he's like, if you have to put a safety over the top of him last year. And I know that obviously Jordan Love probably doesn't have the arm that Rodgers has, but now you're having two guys that are like an absolute threat to stretch the field at any moment. Um, it's dangerous. That's me, huh? Commander's pick. You, you. I will take Will Levis uh, at a Kentucky quarterback. I just think that he fits that that roster. And like, I don't, I, I don't know if Will's gonna be that good. I feel like he's a middle of the pack at best. Um, but the commander's got to figure something out at quarterback. They are just a fucking shit show. Um, they have a really good defense, but they're always on the field, so they have no no shot. So maybe Will Levis will bring that toughness. Um, he reminds me, actually, of the kid out of Pitt last year that went to Pittsburgh. Um, but Pickett. Pickett, Kenny? thank you. Yeah. Kenny Pickett. Did, uh, uh, did they actually sell the team yet? No. No, not yet. Uh, not yet. I think they have, like, they believe it's like they have, a, like, an offer in place that's, like, agreed upon or whatever, but it's not official. Yeah. They had the owner of the Celtics, uh, Wick, on WEI, and he said he got to listen to, like, the negotiations. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine negotiating, like, $10 billion? Crazy. <laughs> okay. He's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty not... insane. He's like, yeah, I remember when I bought the Celtics for, uh, like 1.2 billion people said I was like the dumbest pe- person on the planet. Um, and there was like a bunch of articles about dumb I am and they're worth like 6 billion now. So it's like, has right. a pretty good ROI there. Um, I, th- I don't know if we like said this. I mean, I, I certainly have no idea whether or not this is a fucking, um, this is even a need for them with the Steelers here at uh, 17. I think, is that who it is? Yep. 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 I'm this is strictly a his father played for him. He went to college at Penn State. I'm taking Joey Porter Jr. here. Big physical corner. Kind of seems like a Pittsburgh Steeler type player. Um, So, yeah, I'm going Joey Porter Jr. And he went to Penn State, too. I feel like I feel like people like to do that. Keep a guy in state if they can, you know, they know they're comfortable around that area. So if he chose to go to school there for for three years, maybe he's going to like to live in Pittsburgh too. 
All right. Uh, so I get the Lions again. Jesus, dude. Uh, I was talking about earlier how maybe they would go wide receiver. I don't know, maybe something for for a passing. I think for this, I'm going to go uh, with another pretty good tight end. I'm going Michael Mayer, Notre Dame tight end here for the Lions. Yeah. They traded uh, They traded away their tight end last year to Hawkinson. Uh, the Vikings, Hawkinson. So yeah. um, that makes sense to me. He's, yeah, the love Mayer, obviously. Beast in the run game. Yep. Traditional tight end. Yeah. He's a, yeah. He's great. He's got, I mean, he's, and he's got great ball skills too. Yeah. He's not the like. Aaron Separation's Hernandez his biggest type. issue, but. Yeah. Catching the ball. But he is makes no a lot issue. of. No, he makes a lot of catches uh, in congestion and, and whatever contested catches. So. Um, I feel um, like the Lions, I'm probably wrong. The Lions should probably go only defense because I think they had the worst defense in the league last year and their offense was right up there as the best offense in the league, but. It was phenomenal. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Bucks on the clock. Um, it sounds like they could lose both their um, tight, uh, both linebackers that they've had there forever. So yeah, Devin um, White wants out. Who's the other yeah, one? Yeah, he wants out. And the um, oh my god, the older guy. Um, my brain is cooked today. It's all good. I, I just saw the Devin White thing. I didn't see anyone else was wanting out. Yeah, I thought the other guy already left. Um, could be right. I, I mean, I don't follow it too much, so. Who's the other, like, five-time Pro Bowl linebacker? Come on. Bush? No. No. Uh, McCoy, six-time Pro Bowler? Is that right? No. Gerald no, no, no. McCoy? Oh, he's a lineman, right? I know someone's going to be listening to this and being like... Screaming in their lungs on the radio. Levante David. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I thought he was gone. Maybe they re-signed him. Anyways, I think you start to fill those. I'm going to say this guy. I've been waiting to say this guy's name anyway. I would be ecstatic if the Pats also took him. I'm going to tell you I think he's better than Will Anderson. Nolan Smith out of Georgia. I was like, man, the Patriots could take him. Let me put on some film. He's perfect. The dude is the fastest linebacker almost ever at Combine history. He gives up zero inches in the run game. He's better in the run than he is against the pass, but he he's so quick at off, off the edge. He sets the edge. He's unbelievable um, at Georgia. I think that there was so many stars at Georgia that his numbers weren't insane. But, like, I watch him, and I'm like, there's, like, a, you know, like a tackle come out to block him. And he whips, like, not even gets a hand on him. And I'm like, holy fuck, this guy is awesome. He's got every move in the book. He can set the edge. He comes off the edge. He's made strip sacks. Super talented player. And, like, Devin White is my comparison. Even, you know, one plays middle linebacker and one plays outside. I just, this kid is awesome. I Nolan Smith, whoever gets him, is getting the steal of the draft. And I, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if he falls in the top ten. Like coming from someone like me who do, like I watch more college football this past year than I ever have, but like I've never even heard of this guy in my life. But I think that just speaks to like how good Georgia was, where they had so many stars. It really is. So they were so good, and they were they blew everyone out. So it was almost hard to follow their games. But he was also uh, he was was he the one that was hurt last year? Did you say that? Uh, was he? Wasn't was 
I thought it was her. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, he's six Fuck! foot. Yikes. Six foot three, uh, two forty, and ran a four under four four. He ran the four three nine. That's that's moving. that's absurd, dude. Yep. No, you shouldn't do that at that size. Um, oh, damn it! Fucking yeah. cocks. Goalie, you'll be on the clock with the Seahawks. Is that again? Oh, yeah, yeah Seahawks Fuck again. Me. Um, I don't even fucking care at this point. Um, he went cornerback earlier, dude, for Seahawks. I'm gonna. I think they're like they're they're fine offensively here. So I'm gonna say. Um, you can never have too many guys that can get out to the quarterback. Let's go with uh, Miles Murphy from Clemson. Good pick. I think people are going to be wicked scared. Um, they uh, Raiders took someone in the top five like two or three years. No, probably like four or five years ago now um, who became a big time bust. But he's like built similar to him, but I, I have no problem with taking him. All right, so 21 should be the Dolphins, but they had to forfeit that some bitch. Love it. Um, so up next would be the Chargers, and um, I feel like the Chargers' offense is pretty solid at this point. I think they're probably going to focus somewhat on defense here. Uh, I'm going to go cornerback out of Maryland, Deontay Banks. Know nothing about him. That's my pick. Athlete, super athletic kid. Um, so I get the Ravens. That's um, an interesting one, isn't it, dude? That is. Like, I think they could. I mean, do they even have Lamar? I don't know. Um, do you take a tackle to protect Lamar? Do you take a wide receiver because it'll keep him happy? I'll, I'll take Zay, Zay Flowers. Um, <clears throat> I raved about Zay Flowers earlier. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he comes out of this as the number one wide receiver. Like I said, he's a slot guy. He's small. His change of direction is closest thing I've seen to Tyreek um, since Tyreek. So um, the change of direction, if you want to have some, if you want to watch something fun, go watch his highlights. His quarterback is god awful, and they just try to find the give him the ball in space, and it's like zip, 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 gone. Punt returns, zip, 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 gone. Uh, he's fun to watch. He's, he he will be a nightmare for defensive coordinators. I feel like the Ravens' defense is always nasty. It seems like it is, right? And then, like, I think if Lamar comes back and is healthy next year, I think if they add another piece offensively and then if Odell can do anything, it's like that team could be pretty goddamn scary, dude. Yeah. I feel like Dobbins is making progress, and then, like, Mark Andrews is obviously he'd be the best if it wasn't for Kelsey. So that team's got some weapons. They need Lamar, though. They need him. Um, Minnesota 23. So I think, um, I think Minnesota, they need somebody opposite of Jefferson. I believe, didn't they release Thielen? Yeah, he went to the uh, Titans. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, well, there's only really like one of the top ranked wide receivers left, and that's Jordan Addison. So I'm gonna take Jordan Addison to Minnesota 23. Great route runner. 
Um, not a ton of like playmaking ability usually after the catch. I don't think with Addison, but um, he's he's. I think he, some people say he might be the best route runner in the draft. So. All right, uh, Jaguars up next at twenty-four. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm gonna go with them just trying to protect uh, Lawrence. I'll go. I guess best available on the board, Darnell Wright, tackle out of Tennessee. Yeah, I love the Tennessee players. Uh, SEC, I think they would have been up for a national championship, and then everyone would be raking them even higher if these guys would have won a natty, tamp- natty. But uh, Darnell Wright's a big beast, dude. Six foot five, three thirty-three. Giants. Um, geez. I don't know what the Giants' needs are. Do I, uh, I can tell you what it shows on this thing if you want me to. No, let me. Okay. I got it open there. Yeah, that's why. Sorry. Uh, can wide you name, receiver. I was going to say, can you name one wide receiver in the team? Uh, good question. Um, Yes. Slater? Is that his name? I can't name a single player. My brain is fried today, so don't even ask. Um, Okay, I'll take... um, I said his name earlier, Jalen Hyatt. Um, Like I said, I think he's the number two probably wide receiver in this draft. Outside, I think Zay Flowers has potentially been number one, but he has to play the slot. So I think the number two outside wide receiver um, is Jalen Hyatt. So... um, I didn't think anyone would be happy to get him. So back-to-back um, Tennessee guys here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Darius Slayton, I think. Slayton. Think. Yeah. That's who it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, their uh, one, two, three receivers are Isaiah Hodgins, Paris Campbell, and Darius Slayton. That's who their receivers are. Whoa. Yeah, I'll take those. And they just paid Jones pretty solid money, didn't they? Huge. Uh, Fergola, you will be on the clock with the Cowboys. Um, their biggest needs are tight end, running back, guard, and cornerback. Tight end, running back. All right. Well, that makes it a little bit easier. Oh, shit. Fuck me. I hit a button. Hold on a second. Uh, Bruins, it looks like they're going on the power play. So yeah. just so you know. Hopefully. Um, where am I looking here? You said running back. I will go with, um, Jameer Gibson running back out of Alabama. Um, yeah, no, four on four. I'm kind of like shocked that that running back is a pre-draft need for the Cowboys. Like just cause they drop, just cause they get rid of Zeke, didn't they? they Yeah, but. I feel like he'll come back. I just but, feel it. But Paul and Paul, it's hurt too, right? Didn't he have Is like he? major surgery? Didn't he oh, get I hurt didn't in the playoffs? That. If he did, that's a shock to me. I thought he got hurt in the playoffs. Maybe not. But yeah. All right. So Bills are up next. It's funny looking at this. It shows their needs are all defensive positions. And I feel like the Bills were like a top defense in the league last year. Maybe things change later in the year, or I don't know. Maybe guys have left the team. 
They yeah, they've had a few guys leave. Jordan okay. Toyer. Uh, let's go with uh, interior defender Kalaje Kansi out of Pittsburgh, dude. Everyone keeps saying the comparison is Aaron Donald. Same size. High praise, dude. Same size, same school. Yep. Arm length was the issue with with Aaron Donald. Arm length, the issue with, uh, what's his name? Cancy. Cancy. He's actually faster than Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald obviously is a different human being when it comes to strength. So, uh, I, I originally when these mocks that like the season ended, he was a top 10 pick and I don't have any clue to why he's sliding. He's awesome. But you know, what's weird. Like, did I, did I see this right? He didn't take, he didn't visit one single team. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. I thought I saw like something that said he didn't visit a single team or take a team visits, whatever the team meetings. Interesting. I get the, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Just take another wide receiver. Give uh, Burrow another weapon to throw to. You know, I don't know if they even have. Like, I don't even know if I have another wide receiver. No, they they obviously don't need him. No, I know, I know. I don't even know if I have one that would be like where, like who it would be. Um, find an offensive lineman. <laughs> right. I think I would, if I like, if I'm them, offensive wise, you're good. So I'm taking cornerback. Uh, I'm taking Cam Smith out of South Carolina. Um, he's my third best corner on my board. Um, he reminds me of he reminds me of Steph Gilmore, man. Just like the way he plays, like the way he looks, the way he plays, reminds me of Gilmore. So playmaker on the outside. New Orleans Saints, ugh, I don't know. Um, no, that's the least fun pick of the draft. Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know what I want to do here. Especially this I'm far down, too. I if, know. It, Listen. If they were top three, you might have an idea. But it's like 29th, it's like this is an absolute shot in the dark. Yeah, I, it's – You got, I don't know. You can never have too many interior – or too many defensive line, linemen, so I don't even know if this is a need for him. But I'll go with uh, Brian Brees from Clemson. Yeah, also another guy who was, like, top 15 before the year has fallen. Um, I don't know a lot about him, to be honest. And uh, Eagles with a second pick in the first round, dude. Crazy stuff, man. Um We took Bijan Robinson earlier. Yeah. Let's go safety out of Alabama, Brian Branch. Yep. He is just steady Eddie safety, man, like a safe pick. Um, Last pick in the draft. I want a question about this. Mm-hmm. Should we all three of us pick a pick here? Sure, yes, we can we go should. first. Yep. Golden go second, and I'll go last. But just so we all, it's all fair that we each get a eleventh yeah, pick. Um, last pick, I'm gonna take 
Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. He's a beast of a human being. Six foot five, two seventy two. Plays the edge. He only ran a four five. Uh, at six foot five, two seventy two, he only ran a four five. Come on. Um, he didn't even start at Iowa, but he was. His film is just unbelievable. Just bull rushes people, puts them on their butt. Uh, I'm a little skeptical that that doesn't happen in the NFL, but I think, um, you know, the chiefs have really proven that they could win with just Mahomes. Like you put some decent talent around him, um, like Juju's his number one wide receiver and you put, I mean, obviously Kelsey, but then you put like some decent running backs and some decent wide receivers out there. You got a shot. Um, so just like let's build this defense and uh, take as less pressure off him as possible. Lucas Van Ness, I think, is going to set the edge. He'll be uh, great to their pick last year. The kid out of um, Purdue, both on the edge. Karloftis, whatever his name is. Yeah, wow, you got you got a brain working today, and I do not on names. Karloftis, yeah. Gola, you got to make a Chiefs pick as well. You just can't pick pick the Van Ness. All right, so I'm going to go – I agree with what Shory said as far as um, they really don't need to do too much offensively. They just need to kind of reload defensively. However, with that being said, I still think it's an important thing to protect Mahomes. Um, Andrew Wiley left free agency or whatever it was. So I'm going to have them taking the massive man of a human being that is Dewan Jones, George, uh, Ohio State, um, the second tackle off the board from Ohio State in the first round. Played right tackle in college. I don't know if he can play left, but it doesn't matter with Mahomes' feet. You just put whoever you want out there. Uh, I think that, um, they could always use help at wide receiver. I know Mahomes could throw to me and I'd probably look good, but I'm thinking, I'm saying they go wide receiver because their wide receiver core sucks. I'm taking Josh Downs on UNC. I know nothing about him, dude. Nothing. Right. I don't know much about Downs. I, as weird as, like, I've watched Phil, I feel like on every wide receiver besides him. So, um, Nathaniel Dell is another one that's up there for wide receiver. It's like real. Is that where he's from? Yeah, he's really small, but he ran an awful 40 time. Um, his change of direction is really good. They call him, I think they call him Nuke, Nuke Dell. Um, uh, or, um, Kayshawn Boot from LSU, he came out. I thought, he, I thought he was staying. Oh, no, he came out because remember he got in trouble with uh, oh, yeah. the sex party. That's right. Yep. Boote. Yeah. Um, is that his last name, Boote? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Um, okay. Uh, just cause I won't have many times to say it. I always pick a guy that I think is going to be unbelievable. Um, and no one talks about in the later rounds. Um, this year, my guy to keep an eye on is a middle linebacker. And I don't know how I came across this film, but he's got thighs that are built like fucking dump trucks. Um, mm-hmm. he's six foot one. That's it. Out of two lane. His name's Dorian Williams. The kid's a fucking missile at middle linebacker. I think he's raw, but I mean, I'm ta- when I watched him make tackles, it was like he was putting people on their fucking ass um, backwards. It was so fun to watch. Um, and I've seen some some lists have him as like the 20th ranked middle linebacker. Some have him up to like number five, but 
I'm telling you, I watched this kid, and he has the highest potential of all the middle linebackers in here. Like Jack Edward, um, Jack Campbell out of Iowa is obviously a run tackle and beast, but at six foot five, two fifty, middle linebacker, it's just a little too big. Like that's not going to be able to cover sideline to sideline. That's going to be able to protect the box, but that's old. Like twenty years ago, Jack Campbell was a top five pick, maybe in this whole draft. Um, but at, running a four six five at two six foot five, your change of direction is just not going to be as good. Yeah, that's my little hit for you. There it is. Um, I'm going to mention this. Sure, I think, Shorin, I think you and I had talked about this guy before, but this is somebody I'd love for the Pats to get their fucking hands on. Um, and that is Devin Ashane from Texas A&M. Oh, he is incredible. He, he is, like, just right out of the, like, Dion Lewis, James White, like, mold in terms of dumb little, like, water bug fucking back, scat backs. Um, he's not very big. He's five foot nine, 185 pounds, but that dude is fucking electric when he gets the ball in his hands. And I just think he's one of those guys that like is, is, is awesome as, uh, Mondre is. I just like hit and he's a horse. It's like, I just almost, they need that third down back to kind of like spell him a little bit. And I think this guy would be perfect. Um, in that system. And it's, I don't, you know, I don't know if it's somebody they're even targeting. I, I hope it is because this kid's a fucking, I'd love him. He's also electric in the um, special teams. So punt return, kick return. He was one yeah. of the best in the country. Uh, other definitely, than the fact to that, me, a running back that I would love to get. Other than the fact that he went to that cult that is fucking Texas A&M. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. So the three names, I'm just going to put it out there. The three names I'd like to see the Pats get at 14 is uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um like I said, I think they'll go wide receiver. Uh, Jalen Hyatt and Nolan Smith, uh, outside linebacker. Those are my three biggest wants at that position. So, I've done quite a bit of watching film this year, probably more than I did last year. Um, but those are my three guys that I, I just I can't find anything wrong with the, any of them, besides Jackson Smith and Jamaica's a pussy. So. He is, dude. He is a pussy. <laughs> He'd fit right in with Mac Jones crying. I am. Um, so I got a question. This is outside of football for you guys. Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow morning at 7 a.m., the registrations for Beach to Beacon go up, right? Where you have to like sign up for this and it signs up in, they, uh, they fill up in like within minutes, right? Yeah. And so, I was talking to Andrea Mills wife cause she's a runner and she was like pushing me to do it. So today I, after work, I went out and I ran a 10 K that's a 10 K first time I've ever done it, dude. And I was able to run the entire thing. So I was like, all right, I want to make sure I could do it before I signed up for it. Right. How much money would I have to pay you guys for you guys to do a 10 K? How, how many miles is a 10 K? 6.2 miles. I couldn't do it. Okay, what if you would you would you ever attempt to walk 6.2 miles? <laughs> like Oh no. yeah. No. <laughs> I could easily walk. First it. of all, I listen, here's my here's my thing about listen. Here's my thing about fucking marathons most of the time, triathlons, fucking fu- I'm not paying to fucking like run. I'm not paying somebody. Hey, here's like 
$200 for me to run six miles. Fuck you. No chance I'm doing that ever. I'm not doing it. I'm not paying people. Though. No, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, this is sixty-five dollars, I believe, for the beach to be. I don't even care if it's fucking six six dollars and fifty cents. I'm not paying people to fucking run. I hate it so much. Yeah. Same. I, but good I, for you. I mean, good for you, dude. That's fucking great. But I just I can't do that shit. So what dollar amount is it though? There's gotta be a number. So okay, Beach to Beacons in August. Okay, it's August fifth. So if I said today to you, all right, Gola, here's your number, and then that means you got to start like doing a little bit of training for it. Ten thousand. Ten k. Oh, I wouldn't say that much. You're better shape than me. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't know. Um, I see. Because then I'm going to have to get in shape, and I'm going to have to run a lot between now and then. <laughs> like, you make it yeah. seem like getting in shape's a bad thing, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because you're like, well, no, I'm not... to get in shape. Like, fuck. Getting in shape, no. But, I mean, I guess what I should say is getting in running shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I literally, like, hate running. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe the more I think of it, Shory, like, I think I'm, like, with you. 10K? Because I was initially thinking, like, oh, just give me, like, a... Because when I get paid bi-weekly, like, just give me, like, a paycheck. And I'd be like, yeah, I can do that. Then I started thinking, I'm like, no, because that's a lot of work for me just to get paid like mm-hmm. I would for two weeks of work. Fuck that. 10K. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go with Shory on that. I just think about my lungs burning, and I was like, what about 8K? And then I was like, man, my lungs would fucking burn all the mm-hmm. prepping for this. I'd probably get all kinds of cramps in my legs every day. have to stretch every day. Maybe I will, Kev. Maybe I can get into this. Not bad, dude. Like the like. Maybe I'll start with a 1K. Yeah, you could do that, dude. That's 0.7 miles, I think it is. Uh, so like this month, I have a bet with my mom where I'm trying to like close all of my rings on my Apple Watch every single day for the entire month, and that's been getting me going, right? So like the other night, like it was fucking raining out, but it was like after work, and I had like done nothing all day because I was working. So like I had to go outside and run in the rain. Never. It was like one of like my most favorite runs I've ever had in my life. I, <laughs> like, I don't know about it. Do you listen weird, to music? Dude. Yeah, I listen to music. Yeah. Uh, got to. Yeah. How long uh, did it take you to do that 10K? Uh, I was like 56 minutes today, 57 minutes, just under an hour. Yep. Yep. I don't know. It's weird. It's. It sucks in the beginning, like when you first start running, obviously, and doing anything in the beginning, it sucks. Like if you start lifting, it sucks in the beginning, right? Like you're so fucking sore the next day, like you feel like you can't do anything, but then it's like you start doing it for like a couple weeks and it's just like things get easier and you can start pushing yourself more and all that stuff. So, and like to me, it's like I'm like, I'm excited to do like a race, you know? with other people yeah but for me it's like i go running by myself all the time so it's like it's just me and it's like just me versus myself so it's like it's cool nowadays like with so many apps and so many things in the apple watch where it's like you could like push yourself to like get like personal bests where like i imagine like 20 years ago that'd be impossible to do unless you had a stopwatch you know so i don't know i that's a completely different thing that we ever talk about on here but you know no i got you I, I, 
I envy you. Yeah, for sure. I wish I could. Or I wish I had the ambition to get into it. Um, quick update. Bruins are getting smoked 5-2 right now. Um, the Grizzly beat the Lakers. Turnovers, 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 turnovers. Turnovers. Um, Grizzly beat the Lakers 103-93 um, mm-hmm. without Jaw, so that's huge. That is huge. Um, the Bucks are smoking Miami. They were just up 25. Right now it's 20. Um, in the beginning of the third quarter, so they are just fucking dump trucking Miami right now. Um, and we saw the Celtics do that last year. Like the Celtics would play some games and they would just annihilate Miami, and then the next ones would be nail biters and just a fucking war. So, um, that doesn't Mm -hmm. bother me that Miami Miami got smoked in that game. They they're they're happy to split that in Milwaukee and come home. And I and and truthfully, I just want to see these teams beat the beat the shit out of each other. So. Oh, I think any under an underdog, but any lower seed is ecstatic to get even one win. Doesn't yep. matter if it's game one or game two with momentum and all shit. Just stealing Absolutely. a game, stealing a game on the road is massive in the NBA. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got. So uh, we might be taking a little hiatus here, right? Yeah. So a uh, week from today, uh, baby number two, Sonny Shorey will be born. So, um. Unless it's earlier, but we will not be recording next week. So, oh, Kimmy won't let you record next week. <sighs> I could probably leave the hospital, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> what do you mean? Why do you have to leave the hospital? Just bring the fucking shit yeah. in there. Yeah, good point. Hey, Doc. Hey, yeah. Doc. Um, can this hold for a minute? <laughs> yeah. Big day. Yeah. Big day, dude. Yep. Become a, a dad of two that day. So, Family exciting stuff. Game. Game changer. For real. So um, we'll probably take a week off, and then we'll be back the following week. Um, Celtics will probably be already swept Atlanta. Um, Bruins will uh, win the series six to, I mean, four to two. Um, and we'll see what else happened in the sports world. And we'll be able to uh, grade up our, our draft for our mock draft. Yes, we will. So stay healthy. Peace. Yeah. Peace, guys.